how to develop your own family culture, visit us at MessyFamilyMinute.org. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith. This past week, we've been praying um, so just diligently for our bishops as they've been meeting over some topics that, honestly, why do they have to meet about this? Um, and, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't. I, I'm, I'm 100% in agreement that they need to meet about some very, very important things. Let me clarify that. What I mean when I say I don't understand or why should they even have to meet is that it's just common sense. Some of the things that they are now having to contemplate writing a document about. It was quite a few years ago, I used to be on parish staff at a, at a place here in Phoenix, um, St. Joan of Arc Church, and I will never forget this one particular Sunday. The priest, um, the pastor at that time, Father Larry, he, um, he was getting frustrated because we had literally just finished building a brand new church. It was the most beautiful thing. It, it seats 1,250 people. Every detail of it was absolutely exquisite. And he worked with the uh, design people and the architects and, and we as staff, everyone worked together to make sure that we had this absolutely breathtaking, beautiful place to honor God as we came to celebrate the Mass. And the day that I'm talking about that I'll never forget was the First Communion Sunday after we would, had moved into the new church and it was First Communion Sunday and all the kiddos were, were there receiving the Lord. And there was one family in particular who let their children just run wild. And they had their boots and shoes on like these, you know, like cowboy boots and then tennis shoes. And, and they were literally jumping and stomping on the pews. These brand new, beautiful, um, beautiful material. Everything was pristine clean. And these kids were just running back and forth on the pews you know, digging the heels into it and just making them dirty. And father walked over and he says, Hey, come on, let's get down off the, off the pew. And the children stopped and looked at him and then continued to jump and, you know, jump up and down. And the parents were sitting there just ignoring their children, letting them do what they wanted. And finally, father just said to them, you know, where is the common sense here to have your children maybe not destroy the brand new pews? And the parents looked up at him like he had three heads. And he just turned around and walked away because it was feeling like it could be a conflict. And as he turned around and walked away, I walked with him and he said, where is the common sense? Like, where is their common sense? And I said, you know, Father Larry, the sad thing is they are using common sense because that little phrase, common sense, is the sense that is accepted by the as the norm in a particular gathering of people that's common sense that which we share as what we accept right and he looked at me and he says oh my gosh i hadn't even thought about that so when i look at our world right now and when it comes to not only the teachings of our catholic faith but the way that we are each called to uphold them the common sense is pretty messed up when someone can know that in the very 
decisions that they are making in their life, the very things that they are choosing to do, which are 100% contrary to God's teaching to the point that it is mortal sin. And then they come and present themselves at the altar to receive our Lord in the precious Eucharist. That's messed up. That is absolutely messed up. The current common sense of the world does not, nor can it ever dictate the teachings of the Catholic faith. Now, with that in mind, I want to go to a song that I wrote a number of years ago called The Apple to Eve. And when I wrote this song, it was in answering a question that my husband had written on a, on a little post-it note left on my, on my mirror in the bathroom. And it just said, what tempts you today? What is the temptation? And how do you fight that temptation? And I thought this is a good jumping off point today because every one of us is tempted to do things our way when the reality is God has given us exactly what we are supposed to have. And that first temptation to break from God's perfect law happened in the Garden of Eden. Let's take a few moments as I, your host, Julie Carrick, sing for you Apple to Eve. She was walking through a garden I am walking through my life She was tempted and gave in What will I sacrifice? It was knowledge she was after
It's amazing how we can just look past things and and think it's okay. In the garden, oh, it's just an apple. God said, don't eat it. Don't take it from that tree. The devil said, go ahead and do it. So, of course, Eve takes it. It tasted good. Here, Adam, you have a piece. Okay, great. And pretty soon, the fall from grace has begun. And how sad that it was already broken. The beautiful life that God had planned for us was already broken in the first two human beings that he made in his image and likeness to love and to be in relationship with, that it was already broken in the first two. And when I, when I think of that phrase, broken, there's a song written by Liz Owen, and it is so fitting right now for the way that our church is, for the way that we are as people, and it's called Broken Song. And the very first line, we are a broken church, bruised by sin, and we cannot self-heal. We have to turn to our creator God, the one who was just waiting to guide and direct and lead us to him, that everything he has given us to be in communion with him is for our good. But we can't just approach the altar like we would the, the buffet line. Oh, I like this. I like that. Don't care for this. Not going to have that. When the reality is we must do as we are asked by God to live the commandments. Thou shalt not kill. When you abort a baby and lead others to do the same, you are breaking that commandment. Thou shalt not commit adultery. When we have relationships outside of marriage and those things that throw in the face of marriage, like the LGBTQ community, how do we ask God to bless something that is not of him? And when we come to communion to say, Lord, I want to receive you, and yet our lives, we are living completely contrary. We have to acknowledge how broken we are and return to his grace, putting aside those things of the common sense of the world and allowing our minds to be formed in God's truth. It is then that we will heal from the brokenness that we are in. Let's take a few moments now as Liz Owen sings for us, Broken Song. We're a broken church, so bruised by sin and we can't self-heal all the pain we're in, so let's stand together. Shaky voice sing, let the truth be spoken. We cry out, bruised and broken, see. With an out of tune ring, all the world echoing, let our voices open. We sing a broken song. Yeah. 
What an incredible gift Liz is for her community in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and also as one of the featured artists here with Carrick Ministries. And Liz's calendar is open, so if your churches are opening up and you are looking for beautiful events of truth in the Catholic faith that is shared through the most exquisite music, you want to bring Liz to your community. Now, the next song that I want to go to is with Jamie Teton, and it's called Surrendering. That's what it's about, right? When we approach the Eucharistic banquet, we are to surrender in love. We are to surrender in faith, knowing that Christ loves us so much that he was willing to die for us, that he was willing to give himself fully, that we might give ourselves fully in return to him and surrender into the beauty of this Eucharistic embrace. When we surrender those things that are our will, we put those aside and we ask God, what is your will? I want to surrender my will and come into your will because I know what you have for me is perfect. Let's take a few moments as Jamie Teton sings for us, Surrendering. How could I hold back the smallest part of anything I'm holding in my heart? When I've seen who you are In the light of 
the matchless glory of your name. I will live my As we continue in the program today, there is just this lovely, um, beautiful teaching in Scripture that the lilies are just so beautifully dressed and adorned. And if God cares so much about the lilies of the field or the birds of the air, how much more does He care about us? And the, the lovely thing is that creation knows. Creation knows who its King is, who its God is. How is it that man can be so blind to the beautiful love that God has to share with each and every one of us? We are blinded in our sin, but the lilies of the field and the birds of the air just simply are in the presence of their creator. How marvelous if we could come to that place of just simply being the creatures that God has created us to be. Let's take a few moments now as Liz Owen sings for us, The Lilies Know. 
such a self-centeredness. There is such a self-centered, prideful behavior, uh, prideful way of living. It's all about me. I want it instantaneously. I want it now. And if it bothers somebody else or steps over somebody else to get it, that really doesn't matter. That is the common sense of the world. Um, the common sense of the world says, if it feels good, do it. I don't care that it goes against everything that God has designed for us in the perfect will that is best for us. If I want it this way, I'm going to do it, right? And part of what we see in our world now more than ever before, the, the homelessness, the hunger, the brokenness in society, and it is just easy to walk past it right? To walk past those people who are hungry, to walk past those who are in need, because that doesn't suit my timeline, my desire or not to help or give at that particular moment. And Jamie Teton and her husband, Pete, have written such a powerful song about this. It's called Yesterday's News. And it was written truly from a, a real day in their life where they were very, very busy on their way to an event. And they saw a homeless man sitting on the sidewalk and in the rush to be where they had to be, they went past him and it started to just create this agony in their hearts to realize that they should have stopped. They could have stopped, but they didn't. And their hope in writing this song is the reminder that we can never miss the opportunity to serve Christ by serving those in need around us, not serving ourselves or doing what we want that feels good, but serving Christ by serving those around us and by living in that truth. 
And the reality and the reason that the song is entitled Yesterday's News is then looking back, you know, remembering what did that man look like when they were trying to go back and help him and trying to picture, like, what was he wearing or, or where was he exactly? They both remembered that instead of shoes, his feet were wrapped up with newspapers. He didn't even have shoes. His feet were wrapped in yesterday's news. Let's take a few moments and let our hearts be touched as Jamie Teton sings for us now, Yesterday's News. Yesterday's news I stared in disbelief What could I do? Wanted so bad to help I'm sure you've been there too Well, I tried to brush it off And pretend it'd be
The beauty of God's grace is that when we have failed, when we have gone against his teachings, when we as married people have stepped outside of our marriages and we have been guilty of adultery, or for anyone who is not married and is actively involved in a sexual relationship, if anyone is involved in a physical relationship in the LGBTQ community instead of living a chaste life, for anyone who has had an abortion or who has helped another person to have an abortion or for anyone who has tried to pass laws to make abortion on demand legal, these are all grave sins. These are all mortal sins. For those who have taken from someone else to cause them to have a life of poverty, that is grave sin. But it is God's grace waiting to heal us. If we will humble ourselves, get rid of our pride, get rid of our wants, and come before the merciful God to say, I'm sorry. God, I am so sorry that I fell from your grace, but I know that you are there waiting to lift me and to bring me back into your beautiful, healed presence of sanctifying grace. That's what we need to do. And the song that I wrote called Grace was written during a time that my husband and I had gone through a very broken time of infidelity in our marriage. And when we came back from that, when we were able to, to offer and receive forgiveness, when we were able to go to the sacrament of reconciliation and to say, God, Thank you for your loving mercy, which is going to bring us back to wholeness. It was that grace, acknowledging sin, offering that brokenness to God, and allowing him to fill us with grace that we were able to be transformed, and not just for ourselves, but to, to bring that into a life of ministry so that something that happened 17 years ago was not just a brokenness and a sin that happened, but something that truly became a gift from God once we had given it to him and he was able to heal it. So wherever you are listening today, if any of those grave sins that I've mentioned are part of your life, it is not too late to lay them down and to seek God's forgiveness and healing mercy in your life. I want to share with you now the song that I wrote from that brokenness and it's entitled Grace.
that's for love alone Your love is real Lord God, call this broken soul Jesus, you can If you've just joined us today on We Sing Our Faith, I'm your host, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author, Julie Carrick. It is always a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week, sharing the beauty of the truth of our Catholic faith, and along with that, showing and sharing the hearts of so many of today's Catholic recording artists. The music moves the message from the head to the heart in such a powerful way. And that's why we use music in this program. For information about each and every one of the artists, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org, that's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you with all of these amazing artists. Now, as we continue in the program today, the next song that I want to share with you is it's entitled Father Forgive. And this is from Lori and Adam Yubowski. And I love the way that as a couple, they take turns with the verses and sharing the beautiful message in this song. And as it begins, um, part of that first um, verse, as Lori sings, you know, that we are on our knees and repentance is our offering. That when, when we will be on our knees and, and we've come before our merciful God, it requires that act of repentance on our part. And we cry out to him, Father, forgive, knowing that he will. And then we're going to hear Adam sing that powerful phrase, we need your saving grace. We cannot do this on our own. And when we ask the Father to forgive, we know that he will. Let's take a few moments now as Lori and Adam Yubowski sing for us, Father, Forgive. We need your presence now. 
has never lost sight. Breathe your spirit, oh hope be our way. We need your saving grace. We need your saving grace, Father, forgive. Be our compassion and strength, Father, forgive. Lead us in merciful ways, Father, forgive. Be our compassion and strength, Father, forgive. Lead us in merciful ways, Father, Your presence is more than enough. Breathe your spirit and fill us anew. forgiveness. We know that we can never do it on our own. He is our strength. He is our everything. When we turn our lives over to him, you know, I have met so many people through the years, this, this incredible, um, community in our Catholic faith, so filled with sinners and saints, how we are able to come before the Lord in our brokenness to say, Yes, in my life, I experienced this because I was guilty of this sin. But when God turned it around, how magnificent. Kurt and I witnessed that in our marriage. Um, there have been beautiful people that we have found throughout the years that also witnessed the healing, having been part of the abortion industry, how ending a child's life in his or her mother's womb, they turned it around by speaking the truth about the evil of abortion and how it needs to stop. And a, a beautiful man 
who had been very active in a homosexual relationship. And when he came to the truth of who God is and what God called for in his life, he ended the relationship with the gay partner. They both turned their life over to God and began to teach about how God's love helped to heal them from that brokenness and allowed these men to not only live chaste lives, but to help others come to the reality that they can live as holy single people. What a magnificent gift if we will just do that. But it takes the strength of God, the Father's strength. He is our strength. So again, from Adam and Lori Yubowski, we're gonna go to one of their songs, and it is simply entitled, You Are Our Strength. fortress and my stronghold my rock of refuge and my shield in my distress I call out to you that my humble cry may reach your ear
are my Thank you so much for taking this time this week with me. I know it's a, it feels like one of those heavy programs, but in the reality, when we humble ourselves and we come before God in his love and mercy, he changes everything. He, it's like the reset button of where he wants us to be. So as we continue to pray for our bishops and our priests, as they try to figure out ways to bring the teachings of our church into the light in this world, to bring it boldly into the light. It is black and white. There is not gray when it comes to God's teachings. He's very clear for us. The gray comes from the world. And I think that's what our bishops are trying to help break apart and be able to, in strength and in love, testify to the truth of God. There is right and there is wrong, and we need to be bold, not only in pointing out what is right and wrong, but assisting others to choose to live in God's perfect law so that in his love and mercy, we will live with him someday in eternity and not allow our sins to fall to the brokenness of the world. And so the song that I've chosen to take us to the top of the hour today is Testify to Love. Let's take a few moments. Just 
Again, I just want to say thank you for spending this hour with me. It's always such a privilege. And for information about each and every one of the artists whose music and ministry we shared today, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number is 1-888-880-6874. And at that link, WeSingOurFaith.org, I'm going to invite you to click on my link for Julie Carrick and take a look at the um, upcoming fall and winter calendar. Thanks be to God. The calendar is filling up. But the places and dates that are open, I hope wherever you are listening today, you'll take a moment to call in and schedule an event for your parish or conference as well. Now, until next week, may God bless you and keep you. Transmitting the treasures of our Catholic faith to your radio every day. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Hi, I'm Jackie De La Vallaga, teacher for homeschoolconnections.com. I want to help you find the joy in educating your grade school child with our newly developed grade school unit study program. We use tan books, story of civilization, creative literature engagement, and hands-on projects to offer an integrated curriculum for your family. You can learn with me, Tim Staples, Joseph Pierce, and all of the other instructors at homeschoolconnections.com, where you can find courses for students in grades 3 through 12 for a wide range of subjects. 
Calling all crafters. While the Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday season may be a long way off, St. Gabriel's in McKinney is hard at work preparing for their November 6th holiday boutique. They are taking applications for vendors right now. So if you're a crafty person, this is your time to shine. Applications and guidelines can be found at stgabriel.com forward slash holiday dash boutique. Again, stgabriel.com forward slash holiday dash boutique. Let's help St. Gabriel's create the best shopping experience in McKinney. Mary Immaculate Catholic School in Farmers Branch is now enrolling for the 2021-2022 school year. Under the leadership of the Nashville Dominican Sisters, the dedicated faculty at Mary Immaculate helps students to develop their gifts of nature and grace so as to reach their God-given potential. To learn more about how your child can be immersed in the truth, beauty, and goodness of a Catholic education at Mary Immaculate, visit mischool.org. God bless you. On June 22nd, the Feast of Saints Thomas More and John Fisher and the USCCB celebrate Religious Freedom Week. To mark Religious Freedom Week, St. Joseph Catholic Church in Richardson is hosting a patriotic rosary, a powerful prayer for divine protection and mercy for our nation and its rebirth. On Saturday, July 3rd at 9.30 a.m. following the 9 a.m. Mass, they will come together in prayer and song to thank God for the blessings he has bestowed on our country and to honor our servicemen and women, our veterans, and our first responders at home. For more information, call 972-672-6633. Are you wondering what to do with the house and need to talk with someone who can explain your options? My name is Jake, and as real estate investors, my brother Gerald and I are working to resolve real estate issues in your local area. We're proud sponsors of this great radio station. So if you're looking for an offer or simply like to explore your different choices, then our number to call is 682-317-9330, or you can simply visit us at 911myhouse.com. 